Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, the third Sunday in Lent, March the 20th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. Luke 13, 1 through 9. And in our reading this morning, uh, it's a very important one for the holy season of Lent. We're just about halfway through Lent this week, and we can, at this particular point, begin to feel a little fatigued, if not downright uh, disappointed and discouraged. We started on Ash Wednesday with all of the various penances, prayers, and almsgiving that would make this particular Lent a fruitful one. And perhaps we look at our lives right now and we say, well, I really don't notice much difference. It seems to be the same old self doing the same old things. And there is a tendency to become despondent and despairing. We move on to something else, or unfortunately, at times, we simply give up. And we say, well, it's no use. It's just the way I am. It's part of human nature. It's the human condition. And therefore, I simply have to try to do the best I can with what I got and let the Lord do the rest. Well, Jesus tells us a parable and offers us a parable this morning. For those of us who find ourselves in that particular situation, St. Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, among all the qualities and characteristics of true Christian love, he says that love is patient. Love is patient. Bears all things, endures all things, hopes all things. And that's a good uh, lesson for us in our Lenten practice and really our Lenten journey with the Lord toward the holy city of Jerusalem in the glory of Easter. Today, Jesus tells us a parable. He says, they hit a man and had a fig tree, and it was growing in his vineyard, and he came out looking for fruit in it, but he didn't find any. And he said to the vine dresser, person who's in charge of his vineyard. He says, look here, for three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree and I found none. Cut it down. Why should it clutter up the ground? In other words, get it out of here. There must be something more productive. I think the soil is good. I do uh, what I'm supposed to be doing. You take care of it, you uh, water it, manure it, you give all the nutrients it needs, it gets enough sun, uh, and it's not producing. There's no fruit coming forward. Cut it down. And the vine dresser says, Sir, leave it another year while I hoe around it and manure it then perhaps it will bear fruit. If not, it shall be cut down. The vine dresser is very wise and speaks to us 
in our own condition. At times we can find ourselves, or others, they don't seem to be bearing fruit no matter what we do. Parents can often feel that, or grandparents, with their children. Teachers can feel that with their students. Friends can feel that with one another. We have tried our best, yet our children seem to be making no progress in their life. The student seems to be making no progress in their lessons or in their intellectual learning. Coaches can become frustrated with players who do not seem to be performing to what we hold to be standards of performance. Friends can end up disappointing one another, and so we have a tendency to move on. We drop them, or we defriend them, whatever the word is, today, on these machines that we use. In all of that, we tend to want to say, cut it down, you're simply cluttering up my life. That's what you're doing. You're cluttering the ground that I'm walking on every day. I could find a more fruitful friend, a better player, a brighter student, a better son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter. Let's just cut it off and move on. Well, I suppose the Lord could say that about each and every one of us. You seem to have borne so little fruit. I gave you my son. He suffered, died, rose from the dead, took away your sins and guilt. He did all of that, and it's still the same old, same old. Maybe I should just give up on you. But of course, the Lord doesn't say that. The Lord continues as long as we're on our earthly pilgrimage and as long as we're here. We're not clutter on the ground. We're not just taking up space. When we truly desire to open our whole being to the Lord, to be fruitful in the Holy Spirit, to bring forth the fruits of the Holy Spirit, we may not see it immediately. We may not see it at all. But the Lord in his infinite mercy, his compassion and his love, Love is patient, and God's love is infinite, and so is his patience. As long as we are attempting and trying and desiring to indeed bring forth the fruits of the Spirit and to grow ever closer to God in our everyday lives, God refuses to cut us down. The vine dresser says, It shall be cut down after a period of time. Yes, there will be a judgment. There will be a time in which we will have to render an account for the action or inactions that we have taken or not taken. But God is very slow, very patient in dealing with us because God did not create us to clutter the ground, simply to exist God called us to be in communion with him on earth and to be with him for all eternity in the blessedness of heaven with the communion of saints. That's our destiny. 
And each and every day, God is out there taking care of us with grace, with mercy. Uh, and so we ought to be very, very cautious and very careful about cutting things down too quickly, discarding things too quickly. We live in a throwaway culture and society today. We use something and we quickly throw it away. God doesn't do that with us. And we are not to do that with one another or with ourselves. Not to become despondent and despairing. The winds, the waves, and the torrents of everyday life, the temptations, snares, and traps that the evil one places all around us in our everyday lives, they seem to be too much for us. But with God, all things are possible when we open our being to let God care for us. So let us today not become despondent or despairing. We may seem to have produced so little fruit, but the Lord has not given up on you. The Lord has not given up on any of us. We are not clutter or litter on the ground. We are precious in God's sight. So let us continue our Lenten journey. Let us continue to walk with Jesus toward the holy city of Jerusalem. And then the fruits of the Holy Spirit will come forth on that glorious Easter when Jesus is not to be found among the dead, but among the living. And Jesus, the resurrected Lord, will be alive in each and every one of us so that this day and going forward, fruits of God's patient love, God's mercy, will be shown in our lives and in those around us. God bless you.